0: All right, let's go ahead and talk about Michigan again. I started the show with Michigan, and we're going to start the 5 o'clock hour with Michigan as well because if you go to 95.3MNC.com, we've got the state of emergency being declared in Benton Harbor. We've been expecting this to happen. A state of emergency has now been declared in Benton Harbor, Michigan, due to the presence of lead in the city's drinking water. It is a move that members of the Benton Harbor City Commission say sends a message to residents. The resolution may also result in possible help from the federal government. Residents are being provided with free bottled water in the meantime from the state of Michigan. Uh, so they, we have uh, distribution spots for those of you who are in Benton Harbor. If you go to 953mnc.com, uh, this is one of the featured stories there on our website. We have the distribution locations and the hours where you can get your water right there at 953mnc.com. Now, once again, Michigan is facing a lead water issue. And once again, it appears that we are dealing with a governor who knew about it beforehand, but did not do enough. So this is townhall.com. A couple of days ago, actually, we ended up having some stories come up that bumped this story. After a drinking water contamination crisis made Flint, Michigan, the face of America's aging infrastructure problems, Governor Gretchen Whitmer made clean drinking water a priority for her administration and even campaigned on a promise to provide clean drinking water for Michiganders. Uh, This was one of the issues that sank the Republican Party in Michigan the last gubernatorial election uh, because the Democrats successfully blamed the former governor for the Flint issue, even though it was really the government of Flint that was at fault. Uh, There was some legitimate blame to go to Governor Snyder, But at the same time, they weren't primarily responsible, but the Democratic Party of Michigan made him primarily responsible in a successful public relations campaign. So anyway, Governor Whitmer, her public statements and legislative agenda suggested that she was taking the problems caused by antiquated lead plumbing seriously, but the latest Michigan water crisis suggests Governor Whitmer and her administration have uh, concealed, excuse me, not canceled, concealed, at least one city's plight for many years. The town of Benton Harbor, which is now national news, the town of Benton Harbor in southwest Michigan has become the new Flint with unsafe amounts of lead in its water supply. Residents are now under orders not to drink, cook, or even brush their teeth with tap water because of the high levels of lead from old pipes. Benton Harbor's crisis didn't materialize overnight, though, and new reporting from the Detroit News suggests state leaders, including Governor Whitmer herself, failed to address the developing crisis for years, even acting to conceal the high levels of lead that were detected in the city's drinking water. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Governor Snyder, a Republican, was eviscerated by Michigan media and the Michigan Democratic Party when he was accused of covering up Flint's lead problem. And here we have Governor Whitmer covering up Benton Harbor's lead problem. Is there a massive news media blitz in the state of Michigan blaming her for what's happening in Benton Harbor? Nope. Is there a massive media blitz in Michiana News, particularly on the television side of things, blaming her for Benton Harbor's lead problem? Nope. So anyway, this is what the Detroit News says. State and city officials treated Benton Harbor's drinking water with a corrosion chemical blend that failed to control harmful levels of lead for more than two years and rejected federal requirements to fully study its effectiveness. I'm going to say this again, because some of you are slow. Those of you who don't like me and are the Whitmerites, okay? The state of Michigan under Governor Whitmer attempted to treat Benton Harbor's lead issue with chemicals. They did this for two years. They rejected requirements from the federal government to fully study the effectiveness. As state officials waited to see if the treatment reduced lead to acceptable levels, they did not warn residents of Benton Harbor that their water was unsafe or provide alternatives such as bottled water until September. So once again, look at the difference in the way that the media covered everything in Flint when there was a Republican governor versus how they're covering everything in Benton Harbor when there is a Democrat governor. For two years, They knew that there was dangerous levels of lead in Benton Harbor's water. They attempted to treat it with chemicals. They ignored, hey, this is seeming to be a a pattern with Governor Whitmer to ignore federal requirements. They ignored federal requirements to fully study the effectiveness of that chemical treatment of the water. They ignored it. And again, she ignores a lot of federal requirements, something she is known for. And they didn't tell a single person about this. So for over two years, they were doing this while residents of Benton Harbor were just drinking contaminated water. They then tried to treat it with chemicals, didn't tell them they were treating it with chemicals, didn't tell them the water had lead in it, didn't fully study the effectiveness of the chemical treatment, ignoring federal requirements to do so, which again is a pattern with the Whitmer administration in Michigan and then only at the end of September did they finally start telling everybody about it. That's not acceptable. And why is it, as we learn about this, because this story is a couple of days old. This is from the 14th. So on the 14th, Detroit media, and again, this is, by the way, I, I have to I have to say this because I think it's important to, to point out. Um, The Detroit News is really becoming a decent news outlet. The Detroit News has been doing most of the real news in Michigan for the past couple of years. The New York Post has some silliness, so I I mean, I apologize to the folks over at the Detroit News for the comparison, because the New York Post does some good work, but they also got some silly stuff in there, too. But the Detroit News has been breaking a lot of stories about the Whitmer administration breaking the law, covering things up. Lying to their, to, lying to the public. And now the Detroit News has once again broken a story about how Governor Whitmer and her administration lied to everybody in Benton Harbor for two years. Also failed to fulfill federal requirements to study the chemical treatment of the water that they were doing for over two years while not telling anybody the water is contaminated. And all of a sudden, we learn about this five days ago and where is the mass hysteria? In the news, I mean, mass hysteria, not not in the public. I mean, the people in Benton Harbor are getting water. We, we know that. We've been covering the story on and off since September, but um, MNC mostly covers it from a news side of things. And, again, I had this story a couple of days ago, but, uh, well, I guess I was coming in yesterday with it, and I ran out of time to talk about it. But the fact of the matter is, When you look at what happened in Flint with Governor Snyder and how Governor Snyder was treated by Michigan media, everybody at all levels, the statewide media, the local media, the newspapers, the Democratic Party itself. And here we find out that Governor Whitmer is doing worse than Governor Snyder was. Where's where's the media outrage about this? This is the same story, guys. The exact same story. But they are pe- being treated completely differently. I know you're shocked by this. But for those of you in Benton Harbor, you should probably know Governor Whitmer knew your water was poison. Governor Whitmer was attempting to treat it with chemicals. Governor Whitmer failed to fulfill the federal requirements to fully study that chemical treatment on your poisoned water. And Governor Whitmer hid that from you for over two years while you continue to drink lead-contaminated water in Benton Harbor. Take that to the polls. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. Hey, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Uh, we learned some, some interesting things yesterday. Uh, we learned that uh, illegal immigrants were being flown all over the country. And nobody knew about it. <laughs> we, we end up finding out that they're flying in secret illegal aliens all over the country. New York and Florida. And they're unloading illegal immigrants in those states. Friendly reminder that since March, Democrats in the House of Representatives have defeated an amendment and a bill, it's been presented in both forms, I believe, uh, that would require that all illegal immigrants released into the United States have a negative COVID test before they're released. Because we started catch and release again, Uh, Biden administration says that they're going to go back to the Trump policy of remain in Mexico. I remain skeptical. We will see. So they start, they start flying these, these illegal immigrants all over the country, but they're doing it in the, in like red eye flights. So nobody notices Well, they got caught. And as a result of getting caught, what are you doing flying them all over the country? And, And why are you doing it in these, these flights that people won't really notice? And Jen Psaki was asked about it today and she's like, these aren't secret flights. What are you talking about? Okay. They're not secret flights. They've been happening for months, and nobody knew about it. But they're not secret, Josh. Nobody picked up on all of these flights. We're not talking about one flight. We're talking about dozens of them. Nobody picked up on them until yesterday. Well, right around we learned about it yesterday, but i picked up about it. You know, obviously before they uh, they wrote the story, but in that interest. But they're not secret flights. And so Peter Doocy's like, um. They're like at two thirty in the morning, like four in the morning, you know that sort of thing. You're hiding these flights, and and Jen Psaki goes, no, no, no these are early morning flights. That's all. It's we're not we're not hiding them from anybody. What are you talking? Yes, you are. Why are you hiding them from people? That becomes the question. Why are you hiding flights of illegal immigrants all over the country, New York, Florida? Florida has been complaining about illegal immigrants getting dumped in Florida. Since Biden got sworn in, because it has been a routine issue with Biden flying them all over. Again, why is it that you are doing this in secret? Why is it that you don't want anybody to know? Could it be perhaps the. The idea that once Americans realize how many illegal immigrants are coming into the country. That their attitude changes on it, you know, campus reform. I won't put this in the daily show prep. You can go to their website, Campus Reform. Uh, I think it was a week or two ago. They were asking students at a campus about open borders and, you know, immigration and everything else. And they were all, like, fine with illegal immigrants coming into the U.S., right? We've got a bunch of Haitians coming into the U.S. We only had 17 Americans kidnapped in 80. Uh, That's no big deal. It happens to coincide with the same time that we're finding out that there's still way, way more Americans left behind in Afghanistan than the Biden administration ever admitted um, as people on the discord ser- uh, server, are pointing out child trafficking is a big issue with, you know, minors coming across the Southern border. This is true. Did you see the report, um, that was filed by that reporter who's doing a videotape with an armed coyote, An armed coyote came across and the armed coyote threatened the reporters. Did you see that one. So they're not secret flights. But they're not telling anybody about all of this. But there was this report we did a couple of weeks ago that like 160,000 illegal immigrants have been released into the U.S. in Biden's brand new resurgent catch and release program. Now, keep in mind, that's 160,000 people at the time of that report, which the number has grown since then. That's 160,000 plus people in less than 10 months have been released into the United States who came into the U.S. illegally and were captured. Not a single one of them was required to test negative for COVID before they were released into the country. And many of them were put on airplanes and they were flown to Florida. They were flown to Texas. The governor's pitched a fit. They were flown to New York. And they did it all in secret. And now... That the New York Post has video of this happening. People are now confronting the Biden administration. Go, why are you flying these these illegal immigrants all over the country in secret flights? Oh, they're not secret. Well, really, because nobody knew about it. Well, they're not. They're not. We're not hiding it from anybody. Not, not our fault. You didn't know about it. We're not hiding it from anybody. Uh, these are flights that are happening in the middle of the night, like two thirty four o'clock they're not happening in the middle of the night those are just early flights that's that's all they are just early flights so yeah right you have to ask yourself take a step ask yourself why they're doing it secretly what is it that they really want to hide from you mnc news time is 5 31 time to check out impress jewelry creations creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime Good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right, let's go to another Insano in New York City. Every time I say New York City, I just have to do the old Pace Pecani thing. New York City, remember those commercials, Josh? You were in diapers when those commercials were out. Those are good commercials, man. They should bring those back. Of course, I haven't seen a commercial other than like a YouTube commercial in I don't know how long. Um, there is a judge in New York City that has banned a father from seeing his three-year-old daughter. Now, the reason that he has banned this man from seeing his three-year-old daughter is because he deems the dad to be a danger to the child. So what did this father of this three-year-old do to be considered by a judge to be a danger to his three-year-old daughter? The dad is not vaccinated. This is, I'm telling you, you're dealing with a cult. An actual cult. Not only... Is the dad unvaccinated, but the dad previously had COVID, which means he is more resistant to COVID, more immune from COVID than any vaccinated person anywhere. As we have highlighted before, the vaccines wear off. You get the antibodies from the vaccine, but it's temporary. The antibodies you get from actually being infected from COVID and recovering not only protect you against more of the virus, they are more robust and they last a long time, maybe even permanently. Do you know how many, you know how many children have died with COVID? Josh, you know how many children have died with COVID since the beginning of the pandemic? 513. Do you know how many of them died with COVID, but it had nothing to do with COVID, about 45%. So you can reduce that 513 number by 45%. You do the math, I'm too lazy to. And that's the number of people where COVID may have contributed to their comorbidity. But they all had a comorbidity. None of them were healthy and perfectly normal. They all had some serious other ailment. That is. That is staggering. Twice as many die from cancer. Every year. More die in a typical flu season. Than have died in two years of COVID. And this man is already naturally immune. To COVID, and this judge deemed him a danger to his three year old daughter and has banned him from seeing his kid. I don't say this lightly. This judge should be beaten and beaten again if this were a just world and this father was allowed to actually get justice. I'm not advocating a law breaking here, but if this were a just world, this dad would be allowed to take this judge outside and beat the ever-loving tar out of him, and then revive him, and then beat him some more. If this were a just world, but it isn't a just world. It is a crazy world run by insane maniacs who belong to a cult. I would bet Josh's life savings, this judge has 14 cats and only one cat box at home. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company? Locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right. Let's go to another Insano in New York City. Every time I say New York City, I just I have to do the old Pace Pecani thing. New York City. Remember those commercials, Josh? You were in diapers when those commercials were out. Those are good commercials, man. They should bring those back. Of course, I haven't seen a commercial other than like a YouTube commercial in I don't know how long. Um, there is a judge in New York City that has banned a father from seeing his three-year-old daughter. Now, the reason that he has banned this man from seeing his three-year-old daughter is because he deems the dad to be a danger to the child. So what did this father of this three-year-old do to be considered by a judge to be a danger to his three-year-old daughter? The dad is not vaccinated. This is, I'm telling you, you're dealing with a cult. An actual cult. Not only is the dad unvaccinated, but the dad previously had COVID. Which means he is more resistant to COVID, more immune from COVID than any vaccinated person anywhere. As we have highlighted before, the vaccines wear off. You get the antibodies from the vaccine, but it's temporary. The antibodies you get from actually being infected from COVID and recovering not only protect you against more of the virus, they are more robust and they last a long time, maybe even permanently. Do you know how many You know how many children have died with COVID? Josh, you know how many children have died with COVID since the beginning of the pandemic? 513. Do you know how many of them died with COVID, but it had nothing to do with COVID? About 45%. So you can reduce that 513 number by 45%. You do the math, I'm too lazy to. And that's the number of people where COVID may have contributed to their comorbidity. But they all had a comorbidity. None of them were healthy and perfectly normal. They all had some serious other ailment. That is, that is staggering. Twice as many die from cancer every year. More die in a typical flu season than have died in two years of COVID. And this man is already naturally immune to COVID. And this judge deemed him a danger to his three-year-old daughter and has banned him from seeing his kid. I don't say this lightly. This judge should be beaten and beaten again if this were a just world and this father was allowed to actually get justice. I'm not advocating a law breaking here. But if this were a just world, this dad would be allowed to take this judge outside and beat the ever-loving tar out of him and then revive him and then beat him some more. If this were a just world, but it isn't a just world. It is a crazy world run by insane maniacs who belong to a cult. I would bet Josh's life savings this judge has 14 cats and only one cat box at home. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC.